0: Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew.
1: I'm Zach, and we've got a fun one for you. Slightly connected to running, but as you'll see, not exactly connected, because we just wanted to have a fun one for us.
0: Yeah, you know, we've been talking so much about racing and training and putting so much pressure on planning efforts and all this and that, and I said to Zach a couple of days ago what should we talk about this week cuz that's generally how we plan our podcasts they're not any further than no. a day or two in advance
1: it's a frantic panic about 72 hours in advance is pretty good for us pretty, to be honest it's, it's yeah. good
0: good for the stress levels mm. i said what should we talk about and he had the great idea of runners through pop culture
1: yeah we're going to go through a bit of a back and forth and we're going to talk about our say top 5 pop culture runners that we think are the best our favorite most significant there was no more criteria other than that no i just said top yeah that's literally the idea i came up with so
0: we both come up with a few and uh we, i think we both have honorable mentions yep uh before we get into that though zach how's your training going what's been going on
1: my training melbourne's weather the last <laughs> week Son has just been obscene yeah it's been so hard to get any consistent training done i've Tried to ride my bike every day this week and just the Bureau of Meteorology here in Australia, I think is just doing random number generator yeah. with regards to the weather. I hopped up this morning, 0% chance of rain, it says. No cloud on the radar. I open the door. Everything is wet. Take it fun. is raining. Yeah. It is just absolutely unbelievable. There's The the rain is coming down from the north. The wind is coming up from the south. The birds are flying west. The sun is rising
0: that's where the sun rises. That's where the sun rises. <laughs> so it's, at least we got the sun right. The
1: sun is staying in the same spot, but it's just absolutely chaos. So I, I did a 35K week last week, just kind of getting into it. I'll do about the same this week. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. 14Ks on the weekend, super slow. Just, you know, keeping the legs turning over, but keeping my cross training going. 45K? So, 35. Oh, 35.
0: Because I, I think, yeah, I did a 45. But I was going to say, oh, we did pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was it was very easy. It was it was 4 four running sessions, no stress whatsoever. I'm just taking it easy at the moment for the rest of uh, October and then just gradually start to build. I think it'll be two weeks, add 10%, two weeks, add 10%, two weeks, add 10%, and and that'll be the plan going forward. Um, But I did enter my second race for 2023. Smashing.
0: What did you enter? I entered
1: Oxfam. Oh, there you go. So Oxfam has been entered now. So two of my five races for next year have been entered and paid for. Right on. And they're at opposite ends of the year so now i have to do a full year of training yeah There's no excuse no
0: nope, that'll that'll yeah. happen
1: very good what are you
0: uh yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of the opposite of that so uh we are we are hitting it full force i've had some good luck with the weather like i mean I, I i've done a couple of my recovery efforts on the treadmill but all my workouts i've been able to get uh outside i did go for a run on saturday it was meant to be an hour and 45 in the yu yangs but because of all the rain, oh. I didn't even try I didn't even try to go. So I said to Kirk, what should I do? And he was like, oh, just go for um, go for just a, a run in the sweet, sweet super shoes. And I was like, all right. So I did that. I went out. I set out for an hour and 45 minutes. And what I did, I basically, to simulate kind of hills, which you can't really simulate hills no. without hills or an incline, I just basically over revved my engine every 15 or so okay. minutes, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And it was going fine. I got about an hour and 10 minutes in, maybe uh, almost 13 kilometers, and it was fine. This
1: Lapse of Geelong at yeah, some point? Yeah. yeah.
0: And you'll notice this bandage on my foot. Yes. Uh, I stepped on a piece of glass. What? And it was in the middle of my last uh, couple of kilometers. And I don't think it... It didn't really penetrate my foot too much but there was a blister there from the marathon right and it just it went right in it must have found like like smog the dragon's one scale that like isn't there right. in my in my super shoe and it just like it just pinged my foot and it hurt like a
1: bitch did you know straight away i knew things? straight away and okay. i was like
0: oh, far out and i knew what it was and um
1: what well, sort of... When you say piece of glass, it, was like, it a, was like a, a beer, broken bottle? Yeah, it was like or, a beer bottle or something. Okay, how yeah.
0: big? Oh, it was probably... Um, about there. I mean,
1: it was... Um, for listeners, Andrew was holding up a piece of blue tack that we have <laughs> had on his desk for a couple of years uh, now. What's that about? Actually? It's about the size of a dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about that...
0: It was about that long. Uh, and I was able to get... Like, it went into my shoe.
1: Well, your super shoe was basically tissue paper. Yeah, pretty So much. it doesn't surprise me um, Went straight through that. But
0: it didn't, like... It, it just hurt this blister that had been there since the marathon and i think that's where the pain came from like it kind mm. of popped it so it didn't really go far into my foot but it popped this thing enough where it just hurt like a bitch and so i finished up that and i was like blood a little bit a little bit um i'm asking but... would you like
1: some oh yes, yes please <laughs> Thank you. uh
0: so that was interesting And then this past week I did a, 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 we're starting hill repeats now and we haven't done a lot of hill work other than some stuff in the Yu Yangs, but now we're actually doing hill repeats uh, to strengthen up my legs and to get me ready for the Spartan and also to help my 5k time. And it was another tighten the screws tempo sort of thing. Like you just, I found a hill Yep, that was about 300 meters and probably about, I don't know, What's well, 150 feet? Um,
1: I don't know. No one on this. Ninety-seven percent of the world doesn't yeah. know what 150 feet is in real numbers. Yeah, say
0: say 60 to 70 meters of elevation. It's
1: on this 480 cubics. Yeah, it was a good. It was about a 15 to 18 percent
0: incline. We'll say for 300 meters, and so I ran up at 310, three, 250, all the way down to 150, and then I tried again, and I couldn't do it in less than that. So it was basically 10 repeats until failure. And then a bit of a bit cool down. So that was a great workout. And it was all, the only day in the past like two weeks where it was sunny. Yes. So that was kind of a bitch uh, because it's humid too.
1: Oh, it was, it's been weirdly warm and lots of wearing long sleeves with shorts and all that sort yeah. of shenanigans going yeah. on just because of the weather. Melbourne's just yeah. stupid. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the moral mm. of
0: the story is we're, we're, we're really starting to just push hard again. Mm. Uh, we'll culminate with a 5K time trial in a few weeks. But yeah, the weather's not conducive to anything. It really isn't. Like I, have, I don't.
1: I... You're lucky that you kind of, within reason, have flexibility to do your workout during the day. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, if I got up at six o'clock and it's raining, I'm like, well, I guess I'm in the rain, or yeah. Yeah, I'm exactly. not doing it today. I've kind of got zero options.
0: That and it is, yeah, it is very lucky because like, if it's nice, I'm like, oh, I better go now because <laughs> in ten minutes it's going to be not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah,
1: I don't mind running in the rain. I just can't stand starting in the rain. I just can't yeah. consciously start. Yeah. You know, I'm happy if it... I mean, I'm not ecstatic about it. it a, I'd much rather it rains when I'm running than when I'm bike riding, because when you're bike riding, you've got all your gear, you've mm. got brakes, you've got slipperiness, it's a lot worse. So I'm happy, if, more happy for it to start raining when I'm running than riding, but I just can't start in the rain. It's like my one thing I can't cross.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, if it's drizzling, maybe, like, misting, but yeah, if it's like raining, raining, I'm like, nah, man, I'm just yeah. gonna go on the treadmill. And exactly. And I know that that's like, closer leading up to races, I'll It's different. Forgo that because
1: my my next race is until March. So right now I'm like, oh whatever. Yeah, exactly. But we've got to be careful of that because that whatever can build up and bite you in the wherever.
0: Yep, that's Mm. a lot of fun. Um, Mm. So
1: yeah, so that's where we're at. Yeah, sure. Let's let's jump into it. All right, okay. I'm I'm gonna. This is the way we're gonna go, listeners. I'm gonna let (laughs) Land (laughs) Andrew. It's like Lando Calrissian. I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna let Andrew start, and I'm gonna let him uh, name his. First and then second top pop culture runner. And if we match on a couple of them, I'll let him keep going. But if he does two in a row without me matching him, then I'll take over for a bit. And we'll see how we go. Okay. All right. All right. What's the time? I've got to be out of here in an hour. Let's
0: All right. Go. We've got plenty of time. All right. So I didn't write these in particular order, but I will say from.
1: you got to go preference. Got, you can't. Uh, okay. I'll start so I start from, strong.
0: I'll, well, I'll start least, least favorite.
1: We're going to start lowest. Yeah. I'll do the countdown.
0: Okay. Okay. Did that mess with you?
1: Well, I I kind of went. I'll be honest. I just threw ten names yes. down on a piece of paper. So, did I. so I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in order. <laughs> so right this now. whole concept of ordering, I haven't thought that yeah. much. Uh, well, um, I'll
0: start with my least favorite. Okay. Uh, first off. But st- least
1: favorite, but still in your top five. But, but still
0: in my top five because it's entertaining to watch.
1: Oh, okay. All right. See, All right. Now I'm frantically rewriting. Sorry. Okay.
0: So number five, Phoebe Buffay and Friends. Great pick. Right? Very good pick. I like that one just because it is the most odd running I've ever seen in television or a movie. And it's just like, I think we've all kind of tried it at some point just because it looked fun. So for those of you who don't watch Friends, there is an episode where Phoebe is running and she tries to teach Rachel how to run. And her running is so frantic and all over the place looking like it is everything that you shouldn't do as a runner
1: and Rachel is very serious yeah 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 (laughs) and she's like she just doesn't want to try it because she's like that
0: looks so stupid Mm. but it kind of it's just it looks like a lot of fun to try and when you do it it feels awful and it doesn't feel like it like Phoebe says it will but it's still something fun to try
1: yeah no I I think it's also that feeling of like you never know what you're going to get when you run with someone new for the first time. Oh,
0: that just reminded me of a pop culture
1: runner that I did not put down. Oh, okay. Well, quick audible. You can get your pen, write it down. Oh, you can't because you're doing the auditory. Yeah. But you never know what you're going to get with a new running partner and sometimes it can be a little bit interesting. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Everyone's got their quirks. Indeed. All right, great pick. I support
0: that. Thank you very much.
1: What's your number four?
0: Uh, My number four is Tom Cruise in anything.
1: Okay, I had Tom Cruise. (laughs) Um, Tom Cruise, surprise he didn't go higher. I'm surprised that you yeah, didn't well, pick him in the top three. You know,
0: I've got, I've got some pretty good... I, I've got a few good top threes that I like. It's uh, almost a
1: cliche, though, now from yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, I think he does it. He's got to do it on purpose. Nobody runs like that normally.
1: His form is just exaggeratedly perfect. But it's... Yeah. It's, it's a sprinter's form at all times.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of, and it's kind of like he does this weird... Yes. He pops his chest forward and... Yes. Uh, like his legs do something funky, but it's like... It, yeah, it's an exaggeration. Very chesty,
1: very high knees. Yeah. Shoulders back.
0: I would love in some of his action shots mm. to know what pace he's running because the dude runs fast.
1: They calculated it. He was he's Didn't like it? running bar- um Usain Bolt, yeah, but for marathon distances. Like it was one of the movies, Mission Impossible Fallout, where he runs all the way across London and they yeah. time it and everything. I love that. One. And they're like, he's running like faster than. Kipoge, Kipchoge yeah. for the marathon it's just insane and I, I always and it's funny that
0: scene is the one that I always watch and I'm like I wonder how fast he's running and how yeah. and like obviously that's not all really one take but at the same time you have to be in really good shape to do that well, stuff well he's
1: amazing like, yeah. he does all his own stunts he broke his in that fallout one he broke his ankle jumping oh with, jumping onto the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not right. actually running but yeah um,
0: yeah And I mean you gotta be like even if you're running say 50 meters yeah. take after take after take it's crazy. Even the uh, in 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 um. Uh, the Force Awakens. Daisy Ridley and um, mm.
1: oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Finn. Yes, his character's name John Boyega. John Boyega. yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: they they gave interviews about how they had to have like fitness coaches to help them running through the sand. Because yep. we all know that sand is disgusting and coarse, mm. and I hate it. <laughs> so, anyway.
1: Yeah. No. Tom Cruise. I, I agree. He's absolutely amazing in any anything he does. Mm. Alright, cool. We've matched on that one, so you can go again if you want. Alright. Uh, well, I guess
0: number three. I'd say Brittany from Brittany Runs a Marathon.
1: Now, I saw... Like, when I was doing a little bit of research today for this, that came up. But I haven't seen that movie. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Is it good? It's very... It's
0: good in the sense that... And this is why I picked this character, is because it kind of... It is the most sort of real feeling athlete that i've ever watched on tv preparing for an event because it's so down to earth and it's like she's just an out of shape female uh, an out of shape woman training for a marathon with no real running background she just kind of do it to get fit and you kind of watch her go through these stages of getting fit losing weight getting uh, uh she didn't gets her endurance her endurance gets better and it's like we've all been through that yeah and it's like it's interesting to watch because it's like i remember how that feels yeah. and you know in many stages of our training we feel a lot of those same things kind of over and over and over again just in like different ways because the old um the old cliche is you know it never gets easier you just <laughs> get stronger
1: have you seen run fat boy run with simon Pegg? mm mm that's I think a similar story, maybe a little bit older yeah. than um, Britney runs a marathon. Mm. Similar type of thing: English bloke decides to run a marathon. I think it's something to do with getting his ex girlfriend back or showing he loves his key, oh, kids or yeah. something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah Simon Pig's yeah, fun. very funny. Yeah, and so, you know, again, there's probably similarities, but you know, he's got the whole thing where the nipples start to get raw and everything, oh, yeah. and all those sorts of jokes. Yeah. But yeah, um, beginner running stories are always they're always fun. fun. Yeah, and there was.
0: They always, as a person who's been running now for a few years, it's always interesting to look back at those beginner running stories, if nothing else, to make myself feel better.
1: Yeah. Now, did you ever end up watching that movie, McFarland, USA? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I watched it. I think I watched it before you did. Did you? I watched it the other day. That was the cross-country team, That's right? That's the cross-country yeah, yeah, team yeah. down yeah. in uh, South, Mexico. USA? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing.
1: Yeah. What an amazing story. Yeah,
0: true story. It's like very much cool runnings, but for runners.
1: I loved at the end how they showed the... The characters from the story, where they were now. Yeah, I mean that was just amazing. Yeah. So you um, only you just watched that one recently. I re- didn't you? literally only watched that one recently because I watched a Disney movie about Giannis Antetokounmpo, and as part of hearing a review of that, they said uh, this is an okay Disney movie, but we would have liked it to be more realistic about what he went through living in Greece with the racism yeah. and the poverty. And then someone who I was listening to said, "Oh well, a good example of a Disney movie that doesn't shy away from that sort of stuff is McFarland, USA." Yeah. And then they said it was about running, and I was like, I'm in. I'm all the way in. So. For
0: whatever reason, when I first heard of that movie, I don't know why I thought it was about hockey. Really? I have no idea why. I, know, I have no idea. And then back when I was getting into running, and I was yeah. looking up running movies, I found that, and there was a picture of a runner.
1: Mm. I was like, oh, it's
0: not about hockey. Let's watch it.
1: I didn't know it had Costner in it. Yeah. I didn't know. How, I, I turned it on. I'm like, that's Kevin Costner. Yeah. That's Superman's dad. Exactly. <laughs> I know who that is. There you go. And then I watched the next night, Draft Day. With him and um, oh, yeah. Jennifer Garner. About Gen- the... I've not actually seen that. That's an okay movie. It's okay? Yeah. No. It's it's implausible if you know anything about NFL football and how trades work, mm. but it's entertaining.
0: Here's a hot take. I'm not a big fan of Kevin Costner. Really? Yeah. I think he's boring to watch a lot of the times.
1: He plays Kevin Costner a lot. Yeah. He plays a Kevin Costner role.
0: Um, I, I You know, I like him in some things. Like, I loved him in Tin Cup. Yes. Uh, I really did enjoy him as Jonathan Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Prince of Thieves? Tr- uh, you know, he was a sore, sore thumb in that one because he had an American accent in this den of amazing actors with not American accents. But
1: that's what made it fun and <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it that's was, what made it great. It is probably one of my favorite It's Robin like Hood Sean movies. Connery being a Scottish bloke running a Russian submarine. Or Sean
0: Connery in uh, Highlander where yeah. he plays the Spaniard yeah. and does nothing about his accent. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I do I did I love I did like Robin Hood Prince of Thieves I enjoyed that one very much but yeah he's he's just boring and you know the where I really it really kind of came to light so I love the movie Tombstone yeah because I love that history I love Old West history I love the story of Wyatt Earp and I've watched both Tombstone and the movie Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner playing Wyatt Earp dozens of times and when you compare somebody like and you can't it's kind of unfair to compare actors but like Kevin Costner dude in in Wyatt Earp is just boring to watch Mm. and Kevin Mr. Costner I know you're listening I apologize dude but
1: long-term fan of the program
0: if you you need if you need to dig deeper and get to your core and bring out that inner actor you just call me and I will give you some pointers man
1: the the most realistic thing Kevin Costner has done was Bringing it back to running in McFarland, USA. You know, when he gets the team together for the first time, he's like, "Right, we're going for a jog." And so he's the coach, and yeah. so he's like, "Right, I'll go running with you." And he gets like 400 meters down the road, and he's like, "You go, you go." And then he just lies on his back yeah. and just hoses water on himself because he's like a 50-year-old man yeah. trying to keep up with these kids. Pretty funny. That was realistic for me. That's funny. It's
0: funny how many uh, running coaches at, at you know at university or high school level. Aren't the fastest, but they just know their stuff. Yeah, uh, like uh, yeah. I was listening to this uh podcast, Strength and Running, and he was talking to a, a a running coach who's trying to break a twenty minute five k. Who's never? Uh, uh, oh no, he's done it once. Mm. But you think running coach, and you're like, surely they'd be able to. Yeah, but I guess you know it's well, more what you know than what you can. Correct,
1: do. not a lot. Like whenever I go to the track, like Mark coach of Winfit, he's out there running with us because he's more facilitating a group training session mm. than, than real individual coaching. Yeah. The rest of the coaches we see there from the athletics clubs, they're standing Just off watching. to the side. Yeah. they watching with the clipboard. Yeah. Mm. Alright, cool. So two for you yep. with no response. Uh, with, I didn't match, but I did match on Tom Cruise. I'm going to go with my... And this was actually the third name I wrote down. And I started... I wrote this name down because I started thinking more about great movie athletes. Okay. And then realized that this guy had played a very fast, very talented runner in the movie Major League. He played the character Willie Mays Hayes. And I am, of course, talking about...
0: Well, depends on which one. But if we're talking about the first movie, Wesley Snipes.
1: Wesley Snipes. I think, you know, put to one side how realistic his basketball portrayal was in White Men Can't Jump. Great movie. Um, But between this and also a lot of running around he did in Passenger 57... Yeah. Um. I'd say he's one of the great screen actors. He's he's fast. He's strong. He's athletic. His form. I went back and watched the highlights on YouTube. Dude, His form is Willie Mays Hayes when he comes running between the two guys. Yeah, when he gets
0: off the bed and he's like
1: beautiful form. Great. He's he's a wonderful athlete, that man. I so, think
0: so too. What was what was what did you say? Uh, uh, hit like Mays, run like Hayes. Yeah. right exactly. <laughs> Yeah. He was. It was such a shame that they couldn't get him back for the second movie because. Oh, what the hell is that guy's name? Can't remember, but... oh, I want to say Omar Epps, but that wasn't him.
1: No, are you sure it's not Omar Epps? I don't know. It might have been Omar Epps. Is that his name? Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking... Well, at what point did Wesley Snipes go in for tax evasion? Because there was plenty of rolls up for grabs once he left. Good point. Yeah. He didn't really run in Blade, though. Blade was a lot of walking around not he, doing much. It wasn't war I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. but you know what? He didn't even open his eyes for Blade because he didn't
1: <laughs> No, he was asleep behind the sunglasses.
0: Yeah. Um, um he was not happy on that set, I think.
1: But in terms of like a, an absolute right, what moment do you reckon, remember from that? Wesley Snipes, Major League, Willie Mays Hayes.
0: I'll get an and this is not on my list, but mm. I'll give an honorable mention in that movie to actually Charlie Sheen as a actually Major League Two as a walker. Because yeah. when he when Charlie Sheen comes out as Wild Thing for the first time in the second movie after the whole, you know, his whole geeked out, look at me, I'm a preppy guy. He starts walking to the mound and he is walking like he has got like 10 pounds of poopy in his pants. <laughs> it's just funny to watch him walk. It's just like, yes. wow. Anyway. It's
1: it's not the most natural thing in the world. No.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> so forced. It's like he's trying to stomp, but it just looks like he's done something.
1: All right. So that's that's my one. The next one I'm going to go with... It's a dual award. Oh. It's a two for one. Okay.
0: It's Siamese twins.
1: It's not Siamese twins, although that would be interesting to see. Um, One of them is Johnny Utah. The other one is Brody. I am, of course, talking about from the movie Point Break. Nice. Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. The chase after the bank vault, the second bank vault robbery. Uh, is this
0: the one where he ends up shooting in the sky? He ends yeah, he yeah, shooting
1: yeah. in the sky because he can't shoot Brody. He almost gets his head shoved into a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he goes crashing through doors. He gets a dog thrown at him. Um, and astonishing... That chase scene is like four minutes long and it's all on foot. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, and both of those guys... I mean, Keanu on the beach when they're playing the football scene and everything and he has to chase Brody down and, and run him down. Um, very similar to... Tom Cruise on the beach in yep. um, uh, Top Gun 2 that we all just saw. But yeah, Keanu and Patrick, specifically for that scene, I'm giving them the two-for-one of order. I agree with that. Me. There's yeah. a lot of good action in that
0: oh my god. That's a great... Break. I haven't seen it in such a long time. Point Break's an amazing movie. Did you see the remake? I did see the remake. I can't remember it being that bad, but it
1: wasn't that great. It wasn't that bad, but it's like... It wasn't memorable. It's not memorable. It was like the the Robocop remake. Yeah. Not bad. Not but memorable. Not memorable. But but point suit was pretty cool. Though. The original point break you could make today, apart yeah. from mobile phones, it's timeless. Yeah,
0: it's just exactly right. It's mm. incredibly timeless, and yeah. I think we're missing that in action movies today.
1: I do. So. All right, so that's two for me. I'll go back to
0: you. All right. Let's got? see if we can... I'm surprised we don't have more crossover yet. So I've done three. Oh no, I've done two. You're right. You've done three. No, I've done three. You've done three, right. done three. I've done three. I've done three. We'll dive into our Honorable Mentions. I don't know if we're, yeah, I don't know if we're going to have any crossovers. We might in the Honorable Mentions. We have mentions. To. Um, All right, number number two for me, right? Number two. Number two. Who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we went on an Austin
1: Powers binge before. That was this. a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say Indiana Jones when he's running from the boulder in Raiders of the really? Lost Ark. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the guy's outrunning a boulder.
1: Yes, true.
0: I, I mean... We, we, we all we all have that, well, maybe not all of us, but I know I have been told by running coaches when I'm in a race and i want a fast time, run like there is something that is chasing you that's going to kill you.
1: I thought that you were going to do like the dodgeball scene where it's like, if you can dodge a wrench, you can, you can dodge, dodge a, ball. a ball. If you can outrun a boulder, <laughs> you can run a 320 marathon. Do you know what? I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I just think that that's a great scene. Uh, I really, really enjoy it. You know, I just, I love Indiana Jones, and um, I thought that that was one of the, in terms of nostalgia, it's one of the earliest scenes that I remember ever watching somebody run in a movie.
1: Sincere question.
0: Sincere Does he
1: answer. run at any other point in those movies? Um, yeah, he, do you know what he does? Uh, there's a couple
0: times where he runs, and notably in Temple of Doom, he runs, okay, so if you've ever watched Temple of Doom, you know Harrison Ford got kind of ripped for that movie. Mm. But I think the day that he was filming the scene where his shirt was off, he probably did a little carb loading. Because he does look good, but he also looks a little bit uncomfortable when he's running. And he looks like he is... Is that
1: where he was running across the bridge? The swing bridge? No, not
0: that one. This is when he's still in the temple. And he's like, he does this weird running where his stomach is jutting out. And it just looks like he's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So go back and rewatch that. But yeah, I think mostly he just runs really... I think that was probably the longest he ran in one... shot yeah I mean you know the streets of Cairo sure yeah
1: and Venice when he was running around Venice Crusade. yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, there was no fourth movie we don't mention that at all there's only three Indiana Jones and there's movies. another one maybe coming out Yeah, mm-hmm. no it doesn't matter mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but yeah so yeah mostly I think that was his probably he doesn't really run a lot in The Last Crusade
1: so basically Temple run the game you're saying that's ah, a great game
0: <laughs> you know I I put the Indiana Jones skin on my character that yeah, first sure time. you Man, did yeah. yeah loser I am
1: all right um, before you do your best one, do you want me to do my next one? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I feel like there's... I'm going to go with the one that prompted, I think, me having this idea a couple of months ago when we first talked about it. Someone who I did not realise was in such amazing physical shape and such a good athlete and such a good runner until I rewatched the Lethal Weapon movies again. Oh. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Unbelievable. There is a scene where... He and Murtog are chasing at the start of Lethal Weapon 2. They're chasing the South Africans. They don't know they're the South Africans at this point. Mm. But they're chasing them and they get into a car crash because <coughs> Murtog can't drive. And Riggs jumps out of the car and starts running through this freeway. And this action scene was done in the 80s. So they probably had real cars driving at 40 kilometers an hour on this thing. And he was yep. just running between it. He is out running cars. He is just absolutely amazing in that scene. His form is perfect. He runs a lot in Lethal Weapon 1 as well. There's that scene where he's running across the desert and everything. He's just... Young Mel Gibson was a weapon. He absolutely was. A lethal weapon? He was a lethal weapon. Now, obviously, the part of the lethal weapon movies is he got older and towards the end, yeah. that's the joke. But the first two is prime athlete yeah. on film that you will ever see. Do you
0: know, he was? he's actually in very... Uh, if you ever seen the movie What Women Want, there, yes, there's a scene, and I know this is like the second time I've talked about shirtless athletes, I think. Uh, but this, this is the whole excuse this of this is, podcast, th- this is basically. It's yeah. fine. Uh, man crush, dude. Mel Gibson, in the scene where he's Trying to figure out all the uh, the uh, lady products and mm. how they how he can do marketing. He's got like his shirt off and he just he looks good, like the guy's probably pushing fifty in mm. that movie and he looks freaking great. Like the guy is in shape.
1: Helen Hunt is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's Helen Hunt, yeah, yeah. Helen
0: Hunt uh, Mel Gibson, and um, I feel like the guy from Mash was it? Mash, Mash, maybe the guy from Mash. Is it, he's in Mash? I don't know. What's his name? Doesn't matter. Can't Doesn't matter. Yeah, something. Was
1: there any running in that movie? Probably not. No, no. But yeah, Mel Gibson. He goes in my, my specifically for that scene. I think I would put that running scene up against anything we see in Tom Cruise, and yep. it's very um, similar to my top pick as well, which we'll get to in a second. Nice, um, which might be crossover with yours, but yeah, I don't think so. Mel Gibson keep. in the running. Culture Hall of Fame. Your
0: top me. pick might be my honorable mention. It might
1: be. My top pick's a very obvious one, but I couldn't get past it. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay.
0: Then now I feel like pressure.
1: Okay. Well, what's your top
0: pick? My top pick? Okay. A little bit, again, outside the box and not an endurance uh, scene or a speed scene by any means, but it is certainly a scene that I have tried to replicate myself in many different things. And you see this scene and you can hear the music playing in the background. And it's like my favorite Transition into the character in this scene Superman 2, Christopher Reeve There is, in the beginning of the movie How
1: have you turned this into a Superman reference? I don't
0: understand how you've done this I don't understand how we've been talking for like 20 minutes and I haven't yet Mm. Um, In the beginning of the movie in Superman 2 He's about to change into Superman Fly to Paris to save Paris and Lois And just the way that he runs, like he's in this alleyway and the way that he's just so fluid. And it's not a good running form by any means. Like his hands are down. He's doing like this circular motion with his hands, but it just looks so good. And then you see him transition and he just flies off. Really awesome. Don't be jealous because you didn't pick it.
1: No, no, no. My, my next pick is going to be when Adam West is running around on the oh. pier trying to get rid of a bomb. Are you kidding me? No. 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 <laughs> because I thought about that. No. I was going to pick it.
0: I was going to put that in my list. I was like, some days you can't, you just can't get rid of a bomb. No,
1: because it's, Adam West is not what I think of in a runner, and it's a terrible running style. Oh, and, that's awesome. And, and Christopher Reeve, okay, inspirational, but not the best running style, you no. must admit. Um, he was also massive, fat bloke. Oh, dude! Yeah.
0: by Superman, th- like Superman three, I think he was the biggest he's gotten. But yeah. if you ever watch, um, you know, the behind the scenes, and shout out to my buddy David, we were watching some behind the scenes for Christopher Reeve the other day, and I, I mean, I've watched these all the time, but mm. you just you just notice how this skinny, like hundred and seventy pound yeah. dude on this audition, like he was Superman, like he mm. sounded like Superman. He had it down, but he looked like a skinny dude. Yeah. And he turned in from that. Matter of fact, David Prowse, Darth Vader, uh, trained him. And that's how he became this 225-pound brick mm. shithouse. Now how
1: does he compare to... When I think of, quote-unquote, skinny Superman, I think of Brandon Ruth in yeah. Superman Returns, who sure. got a lot bigger more recently. But yeah. He was skinny in yeah. Superman Returns, I mm. feel. What's the name of the guy who's playing Superman on Lois and Clark? Tyler yeah. Hecklin Tyler Hecklin He's a funny shape. He's got big arms, but he looks... Okay, so you know. the
0: thing about Tyler Hecklin is they kind of did him dirty. So basically, dude is in shape. Like, he mm. had a shirtless scene. <laughs> there we go again. He had a- <laughs> who, who had shirtless three in a row? <laughs> yeah. He had a shirtless scene in, I think, the second season of Superman and Lois... And you look at you this You know dude. exactly which episode of Minute it was. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> it was episode 4, minute 17. Who's <laughs> uh, counting? But the dude is, like, ripped. Like, he is. he's pretty good. Like, he's yeah. jacked, right? But they gave him this weird, dumbass muscle suit. Uh, and it just looks terrible. It mm. looks like a bad cosplay suit. Like, ah, okay. It looks like an average cosplay suit. Like, a lot of my suits look better than that one. I think my worst suit looks pretty comparable to that one. And they just—it just makes him look goofy. It, mm. The muscles are too big; it makes his head look small. They yes have, yeah, small head. Yeah, they should have just like—they should have done what they did with Henry Cavill. So with Henry Cavill, mm. the suit that he has, there is a muscle suit built into it, but it's only because it's got to hold the shape. This the the the, uh, the the material that they used for Henry Cavill's suit, it is not conducive to bringing out body shape right the christopher reeve suit like my christopher mm. reeve suit it's in there yeah you put it on and if you're if you're in good shape it brings that out like it shows that off because that's the nature of four-way stretch lycra mm. whereas the henry cavill suit you have to put in muscles because it doesn't it doesn't accentuate anything which is that because
1: you... the suit has texture to it yes superman's
0: didn't right like Superman, so, christopher, christopher yeah. yeah so it would just look blocky so they mm. have to do that and it doesn't make henry cavill bigger it just accentuates what he already has mm. whereas tyler hecklin they gave him muscle suits to make him look bigger and it just looks dumb mm.
1: it's uh, disproportional yeah. yeah
0: and brandon ralph he also had a, like a latex muscle suit i think built into that one but again just to accentuate what he had and he was a much more sleek build mm.
1: Uh, I think Ruth looked better in the recent TV show oh, yeah. he was in. He looked better than a Superman. as yeah. the older Superman in the more simple suit that yeah. he did in the movie.
0: Yeah, I like that. I liked that. Mm. I liked that. Funny enough, I just downloaded some music
1: uh,
0: that was in the episode where Brandon Routh came back as Superman. Mm. So there you go. But yeah, there you
1: go. Superman. All right. My number one pick. It's an obvious one. I think if we were going a legitimate, not just favorite, interesting, but best, you couldn't go past this. It's Robert Patrick. Terminator 2. The oh, T-1000. That's in my honorable mentions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's has to be... To yeah. me, it's... There was people going... There's no special effects there. He was out running cars in yeah. car parks. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, he's, just the... He's like a cheetah. Yeah. You know, that man is just amazing. Sleek maniac.
0: as hell. Yeah. Very cool. Very... Yeah, definitely in my honorable mentions. Uh, because... I used to always be... It's just like gobsmacked watching this guy run. Like,
1: wow. Yeah. He's so fat. And just as a pop culture reference... As a instant, whenever you've seen that movie, you remember that movie. Yeah. I know that there was, um, in Wayne's World, um, he yeah, gets pulled he over and he's there, makes a yeah. cameo. Like, it's just such almost a cliche. Have you seen cliche, this boy? <laughs> it's almost <laughs> such a cliche now to pick off Robert Patrick. And did you see him in um, Peacemaker when he played that? Have you seen Peacemaker?
0: No. Is that the one with Nicole Kidman?
1: No, no. The TV show. Oh, no, I have not. With um, John Cena. No, oh, you need to watch that. I can't That's remember amazing. That the last thing it's I It's a spin-off from Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Oh, Peacemaker, no. right?
0: Uh, I, yeah, you. The, 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 Did you the, say the, the, Beastmaker? Peace, peace. Okay, peace. Yeah. The, the guy with what? the red suit. Yes. Maker. The dove. Great. The dove of peace. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what the helmet is? That's what it is. I never knew a peace. Well, the helmet's, was. but the emblem's a dove of peace. No kidding. Yeah. There you go. I gotta watch, watch the it. show, and
1: right. you'll understand these references. Fair He's enough. in that.
0: Right on. Yeah, I can't remember the last thing I saw him in. I think the last thing I saw him in maybe was like True Blood or something.
1: Yeah, he was in True Blood. Yeah, I, think I forgot right about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. But no, he's. I think he's far and away. Like everyone thinks Tom Cruise runs a lot, but I think Robert Patrick's and Tom Cruise in the final playoff. Yeah, would be would be most fitting with with Mel Gibson, unlucky to be uh, kept out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: All right, well, go to to your Honorable Mentions. Go to your Honorable Mentions. So, all right. You had Robert
0: Patrick, so... I had him, so I'll replace him with something else. Okay. T1000 gone. Uh, Honorable Mentions, Rocky. Yeah, okay. Great choice. Running any of his training montages, notably running through Philadelphia... And just getting faster and faster and faster in that nasty sweatsuit that would have just been uncomfortable to run. Yeah,
1: cotton sweatsuit. Yeah. But also simulates that feeling first thing in the morning when you got to get up and run. And yeah. he starts so slow and then by the end of it, he's, he's warmed up. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that's good. And his style, his plotting style, that's a long distance runner's style. Do you
0: know, And and but when he sprints though, yeah. and it's just like, yeah. oh, we've all felt that, how oh, that hurt.
1: What about Michael B. Jordan in Creed? Oh, he's dude, also good he's one. also great. Can't yeah. wait
0: for Creed 2 to come out. Or Creed 3. Mm. It's Creed 3, I think.
1: Um, have you also watched, there's a new Adam Sandler movie that came out about a basketball player. Um, I forget off the top of my head what it's called, but there's a great Rocky-inspired montage there. No. Where they're in um, Philadelphia and this guy's training. Um, Bo Cruz is the name of the character's name, but I cannot remember the name of the movie right now. But it's almost like a shot-for-shot shot remake. Nice. Um, i watch it. Any, any sports movie that has a montage in it. A okay by me. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. All right. I'm going to go my next um, honorable mention. Um, Franca Patente. Do you know who that is? I don't. She is the actress from Run Lola Run. Oh. And she was also in The Bourne Identity. Sure. Okay. And I put her in there because I think I saw that woman run probably 12, 13 times mm. in that movie. Um, but each of the takes was a little bit different. Yeah. So it meant she had to go in there yeah. and do that same thing again and again and again. Great runner, fast, out of control, but that sort of... You know how sometimes when you're watching a movie and someone's out of control, and they go around a corner and they're out of control, and then there's obviously a cut before they pick themselves up and start going again? She had this thing where she'd go out of a corner and she'd be acting as if she was out of control, but then she'd be straight into that first one, two quick strides. Right. So it looked like a very good running form, Mm. from what I could tell. And the movie's called Run Lola Run so So it's in it the whole way through so yeah she would be my uh, I think she's the only woman I've got on my list unfortunately Um, there's not a lot of there's a lot of women's sports films yeah sure like if you want to go women's sports oh yeah like like Beckham real life yeah. yeah, yeah Yeah. there's lots of stuff like that but running ones there's not a lot that I could find to be honest
0: anyone in a league of their own
1: yeah League of Their Own I love League of Their Own it's a great movie absolutely League of Their Own is one of my favorite movies yeah, of yeah, all time I, I
0: really enjoy that I can't movie.
1: remember Sarah Connor running that much no um, I can't remember G.I. Jane running that much no
0: but she took a lot mm. of shite yeah Yeah.
1: but no so Franca Patente I hope I'm pronouncing that right from Sounds Run good Lola you. Run and the Bourne films nice I thought about um, Bourne so sure but yeah I just don't feel like that's not what I remember from those movies I don't mm. remember him running a lot not like I remember a Tom Cruise running. No. Matt Damon, no. not so much. Not so much. No. No. All right, what's your other honorable mention? All right,
0: well, I'm going to uh, So I'm gonna replace the T-1000 with what you reminded me of before, and I'm going to say Forrest Gump.
1: Yes, I had Forrest Gump. He was in my honorable mentions. Yeah, there you go. Did you know it was actually his brother doing a lot of those shots? Really? Yep. That's it was, interesting. It was actually his brother doing a lot of the long-distance shots that aren't really oh. him. Yeah. Why is that? He was a better runner. Cheaper, too. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever read that book I lent you? Nope. No. I did start it, but I forgot to
0: finish it. Okay,
1: I'll get there. I will want that back. I will not care. <laughs> the, the, the book I lent Andrew was about a guy who did the real life Forrest Gump. He yeah. ran back and forth America five times. It
0: is an easy read. Like I got through like probably a hundred pages, and it is an easy read. And I just, just I think this was right before marathon training really started to kick up, and I just. Yeah.
1: It's a dangerous read because you pick it up to read a couple of pages before bed. and next thing you know, you've read 20 pages because yeah. the words are just whipping past. Mm. So It's
0: like it's been written by Forrest Gump.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, I'm going to go mm. my next one. Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Sonic the Hedgehog. I didn't even think of video games. Well, if, now a movie, if, of course. Yeah, if you like this. One. Well, exactly. Have you seen the second movie? No, I haven't seen the first. Oh, the first movie is interesting, but Okay. The second movie is a Sonic movie, and then for twenty five minutes it becomes a romantic wedding comedy. Yeah, okay. Where Sonic is not in the movie at all. Fair. And you're sitting there going, "Did they switch the reels?" You know, apart from the fact that I'd seen these people for two minutes at the start of the Sonic movie, I would have no idea who they are. Yeah. No. So then we do twenty five minutes of romantic comedy, and then it's like someone remembered, "Hey, shouldn't we have Sonic in this movie called Sonic the Hedgehog?" That makes sense. And then he comes back. Yeah, I love when they write so, movies that way. Yeah, yeah, I actually think the sad thing about Sonic the Hedgehog two. I enjoyed the romantic wedding comedy more. Okay. Than the rest of Sonic the Hedgehog. Fair 2. enough. But yeah, and it's played by that guy who um, is from Parks and Rec, John Rolfio. Yep. So it's it's a fun movie.
0: Yeah, you know I used to love video games. I got mm. lost for hours. Just I don't even know that I ever actually progressed the video games. Mm. I just I enjoyed the running. Yeah.
1: Don't watch. I watched Sonic the Hedgehog two. And Morbius back to back. That was a depressing 24 yeah, that, hours of movie watching.
0: Bet you wish you could get that back. No, do not do that. That's yeah. my recommendation. Fair enough. So yeah,
1: Song of the Hedgehog was in my honorable mentions. i got two
0: left. I've got three left. Okay. All right. This next one, you probably, most people have never, well, maybe some people, but a lot of people probably wouldn't know. Uh, Henry Rowengardner Gardner in Rookie of the Year. Oh. Yeah. The I can't remember the actor's name, but he's he played in obviously Rookie of the Year. Yeah. He was in a couple of the American Pie movies, um, but oh,
1: um, oh, yep, okay. yeah, you
0: know what I'm talking about.
1: Not um, Oxburg, not um, no, no, not, no, no not, no, no, not, no,
0: not him, um, not
1: Stifler, Thomas Ian Scott, Sean Michael, Sean Lewis Oh no, Scott? not not, no, not
0: Stifler. No, I'm I'm combining them now. Stifler's mom. No, definitely not <laughs> Stifler's mom. Uh. Thomas and Nicholas. Oh, okay. Show so, me a okay. I just got rid of it. You dork. All right. Um, this guy.
1: Oh, that guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just really enjoy it. There's a scene where, for the first. So, for those of you who don't know, Rookie of the Year is about a kid who breaks his arm, and he, when it heals, it heals in a certain way that makes him throw really, really hard and fast. So, he is recruited by the Chicago Cubs because they're, you know, having a lousy year. It's every baseball movie ever. <laughs> and basically. You know he plays major league baseball for the. the He's season. He's a pitcher. He's a pitcher, right? And not traditionally a lot of running. Not traditionally a lot of running, but in the, I can't remember if, if the Cubs are in the American or the National League, but whatever. But in one of the leagues in Major League Baseball, pitchers will hit. Yes. And not all, not both leagues. But and whatever. in the
1: other league, you have a designated hitter. Correct. He's there to hit. Yeah, okay. Correct. Yeah.
0: So in this particular movie. The coach puts Rowan Gardner in to hit. And, of course, he gets walked because he's too small. He doesn't have a strike zone. And he somehow ends up on third base through his goofy shenanigans. And one of the uh, next hitters smashes a ball. And he gets gets gobsmacked by this ball flying Mm -hmm. to the outfield. It's not a home run, but it's flying. And the other... Cub comes running up to him where he's just standing there on the base, and the guy's like, "Move it, move it!" And he's like, "Oh!" And so they both start running for for home plate, and it's just a, it's just a cool scene watching this little twelve year old run alongside this guy who's like six foot six, yeah. and just like that scene specifically, they're so in cadence with each other. It's just an interesting watch, right? And seeing this dude keep up with this other dude is fun.
1: I would not have picked that. Yeah, nobody I think would have. Cool. Well done. There you go. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna go. So here's, given our comic book love, yes, the sad fact is is that the Flash is not the best representation of a speedster Mm. that we've seen on live-action film. Mm. Um, I'd argue the Flash in Justice League Unlimited is possibly the best instance of that, but in live-action film, it's not him. Mm. Um, And it's not even the Marvel Universe that has given us the best speedster. Mm. I think the best speedster that we've seen on film is actually Evan Peters, Quicksilver, in the Fox X-Men movies. Nice. In Days of Future Past, First Class, all that ones. Um, and also, of course, Crossing Over with the MCU Yeah, in WandaVision. Oh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun, although interesting won't spoil what happens there but yeah I think those slow motion I mean obviously they took a good idea and they repeated it again and again yeah they got three slow motion quicksilver scenes out of it but he has charisma Mm. he has personality the fact that we never really see him running at speed Mm. we only really see him in slow motion but the stuff that they squeeze into that yeah it just makes you believe it yeah it's amazing he's a great character when he's not doing the speed work his action scenes are cool um I don't know, have you seen him? Have you watched Dahmer? I was about to
0: ask you, yeah. I uh, watched that. I'm oh. too scared
1: to watch that. It's so good. So, he's
0: so good in it. He's creepy. He's very creepy. He's yeah. such a good actor. I love him in American Horror Story. And man, if you haven't watched Dahmer, watch it. Yeah, with the lights on. With the lights <laughs> on. it's There's some creepy stuff.
1: Yes, but Evan Peters, my honorable mention. I wanted to give... You know, I was hoping we could get some more superheroes in there, but speed is a hard thing to do in a you know, film.
0: I had a feeling you weren't going to mm. say The Flash because it's kind of too easy and also
1: kind of hard. The Flash in the Arrowverse I think I I, like. I watched that show. I watched the heck out of the Arrowverse when it first started. Same. The Arrowverse collapsed under its own weight. There was just too much. Too much much going going on. on. Yeah, absolutely. Too much. Like you know.
0: I I haven't watched the last season of anything because it's just like I don't know. You can't. I can't pick up a season after the break and know what's going on. I was
1: watching like seven hours of Arrowverse shows before I watched anything else. Yeah. So yeah. It's crazy. So but yeah, um, Evan Peters. The thing I love about Quicks Evan Peters is Quicksilver. Perfect YouTube. Hey, I want to watch that scene. Bang. Oh. Three minutes on YouTube. Away you go. There you go. Yeah. So he's he's my second last pick. Nice. What's your... My on?
0: second last pick is Will Smith in Men in Black when he's chasing down that alien. Great pick. Thank you.
1: Really good pick. Always when I watch that
0: scene, it makes me want to run.
1: I love watching that scene. That yeah. is an amazing scene. He is so charismatic yeah. in that film. That first 25 minutes, 30 minutes of that film is like peak Will Smith.
0: I absolutely love it. Yeah.
1: N-Y-P-D stands for knock your punk ass down. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's great.
0: Yeah no, it's, it's great. Every time I watch it, mm. like, it makes me want to run and work mm. out because it's like, wow, this guy's really...
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right, my last pick. Um, an example of once you come up with a good character, just repeat it but give it a funny accent. I'm doing the Another Double from the Looney Tunes The Roadrunner and Speedy Gonzales. Nice. Two-step. Speedy Gonzales was basically the recycled plots from um, the Roadrunner cartoon. Yep. Except they let people talk in a racist parody. Yeah, Um, very. But the Roadrunner, you know, the rules that they had for the Wily Coyote in the Roadrunner films, he can never interact with the Roadrunner. He can never be hurt by the Roadrunner. He can only be undone by his own hubris. Um, he must only use products from the Acme they had a list of they had like a seven or eight rules for what could happen to the wily e. Coyote poor and guy and they managed to squeeze so much pathos and plot
0: yeah into that film I remember watching Roadrunner like always never getting bored it was the same episode yeah. over and over again. it
1: was it literally was it was the same highlights again yeah. and again and they never talk no meep meep meep, meep. I love the Roadrunner I would yeah. contemplate a Roadrunner tattoo do it I really would I, I want to keep it fresh ah, yes. do it that, that's my last pick the roadie run and Speedy Gonzalez I remember him being funny when I was a kid
0: but you kind of watch it and you cringe a little yeah, bit now yeah
1: it was very <laughs> yeah Yeah, that's about right very interesting bit stuff of, a of cringe the, bit of yeah cringe. the 70s were an interesting time yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stuff that you couldn't get away with anymore no it's not like
0: racism it's funny
1: is it though what was the name of his slow cousin oh oh uh, it's on um
0: I gotta look it up. Slowpoke or something or other yeah, like that. It was that. something really racist. Oh, um, it, was, it
1: was worse than Speedy Gonzalez. Like, Speedy Gonzalez is complimentary, but he had a slow cousin and it was like Mucha Slowis or something like that.
0: Slowpoke Rodriguez. Slowpoke
1: Rodriguez. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my God! Can't get away with that anymore. No, probably a good thing. Uh, you probably can't find them on YouTube anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Mm.
0: Uh, all right. Well, I guess my number one pick uh, for honorable mentions that is would be Ferris Bueller and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, oh. I had
1: him as a, I didn't make the list because I ran out of space on my post-it notes. Oh, but that's the only reason. I think it's a scene. great choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: great scene to mm. end the movie on. Running, running home when he knows that the jig is up. Mm. Uh, so yeah.
1: My favorite scene is when he, in that is when he's running through the yard and he runs past the girls. Thing, like, hey, hey, and the camera stays on them <laughs> and then you just see him walk back in and shake hands and hey, it's fantastic he's I, such he's such a jerk in exactly, because so the good. rest of the scene is so action paced and then he slows it right down exactly, there. it's great it's
0: funny when you rewatch that movie as an adult and you're like, actually Ferris Bueller is kind of a dick yeah. yeah, like kind of a dick and you're yeah. kind of like I really am on Ed Rooney's side here yeah. and yeah
1: <laughs> have you watched it um, wondering if he's actually—I know this—if
0: if he actually exists or if he's been made up by Cameron.
1: Yeah, is he Cameron's? Like the fact that you see him interacting with his family and yes. his sister, unless Cameron is manifesting an entire it fake is an world. Interesting him, theory. But if you were to cut those scenes out, yeah, and it's like, um, it's like Fight Club. It's like Fight, fight club. club. Yeah, it's, it's
0: like Charming Fight Club. High School Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely an interesting theory. That one.
1: I love any of those theories that spin the movie. Like, um, spoilers. Tom Cruise, Maverick, the theory that he dies in the crash. Yeah. At the start, and the rest of the movie is his dream. Yeah. Blacking out and remembering stuff. Um, because there's there's evidence that, you know, apparently he ejects at like 10.5 Gs, and the human body would not survive. Right. That the human body would just dissolve into mist. Um, oh, yeah, if, if I did happened. read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that theory. I love stuff like that where people take films mm. and flip it around and go, oh, no, no, this is actually what it means. And it's
0: always the ones that are thinking that this person is dead or... Yeah like they
1: hallucinations. yeah yeah yeah. It's, yeah those are very interesting mm.
0: um, but yeah there you go
1: cool so there we go our top 5 pop culture runners with 5 or 6 honourable mentions each you can't buy that in the stores folks well you can
0: if you want to go and watch these movies true actually good point uh, but I get who buys movies in stores anymore I suppose
1: no just well it's all streaming yeah. download things I bought a laptop for my daughter the other day. I didn't even bother buying hard drive storage. Like, yeah. She streams everything. It's all on the What's cloud. What's she going to save? Yeah. So yeah, so definitely if you haven't
0: seen uh, those movies, mm. check them out. Some real classic movies in there and some real not classic movies yeah. in there. Anything that we mentioned, definitely worth a watch. Some of them are goofy, but like especially the Batman movie from 1966, mm. but <laughs> you kind of got to watch it if you yeah. haven't ever watched it.
1: Yeah. Um, if, I had to, if you had to go home and watch one right now, for me, I would say watch Lethal Weapon 2 or Point Break. They're my two picks out of that. Mm. Lethal Weapon 2 is a very underrated movie if you haven't gone back and watched it. And you don't need to watch Lethal Weapon 1. All you need to know is that he's crazy and the other one's old.
0: Mm. I'd say if I had to watch one... ah, It's so hard. And you
1: can't pick Superman.
0: Yeah, if I couldn't pick Superman, it had to be Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it on. wouldn't be
0: Raiders. It would probably be Last Crusade. I
1: love Last Crusade. Yeah. Such a good film. Yeah.
0: Although, I have a bit... I'm, I'm kind of... I get funny every time I watch Indiana Jones because for the longest time... So when I was still living in America, I, I was actually in running to play Indiana Jones in the stunt show uh, at MGM Studios and Disney World. And I learned stunts. I was really... I learned how to use a bullwhip and I got really good with it. And I auditioned loads of times. They actually flew, uh, flew me down to Florida at one point. Uh, and they did you know, offer me like a standby role. So basically, you know, and it was about a year's worth of auditions. And unfortunately, uh, the guy who cast me left that... He didn't leave the company, but he left casting for that particular um, show. And so I never got a chance to do it. And I was devastated, dude. Like, it has always left a sour taste in my mouth because I had the chance to play Indiana Jones, right? Uh, But I never got a chance to... I never actually did it so I was hired as a standby so every time now i watch indiana jones i'm like i hate you
1: you could still be there in florida just a decrepit old man trying to do tricks and stuff well
0: yeah man if they ever do indiana jones in the kingdom the crystal skull stun show i'll
1: go and do yeah. it you could do it up here in australia you could go to um warner brothers movie world yeah except it's, do it's it an there. mgm movie oh well then you're stuffed you could go to uh you can go to Luna Park and do it like uh <laughs> and just uh, Yeah by the entrance on the side. Yes. Why is Indiana Jones here, mummy? Just keep walking, and don't make eye walking. contact.
0: Why why is he why is he hitting us all with
1: whips? Why does he smell like wee and whiskey? Oh man. <laughs> oh man.
0: That's a lot of fun, <laughs> that's a fun little engine. Anyway, so that's uh
1: Do everything else? No, I think that's it. Um hope everyone's doing well with their running. Indeed. Um I, you know, start finding that race for next year, go watch some running movies. let us know what you want
0: All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. We hope to see you out there on the roads, the trails, and the treadmills going above and beyond what you ever thought possible. We will catch you next time.